There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Here is another full episode of Luke's English Podcast for you to listen to. Before we get started, let me just remind you of my podcast sponsor, and that is italki. Um, italki is a fantastic service which allows you to get in touch with native speakers and English teachers online. So now you can have English lessons and like one-to-one conversations from the comfort of your own home. It's brilliant. Um, and regularly speaking to native speakers using italki can be a really, really, really good way of pushing your fluency uh, up to the next level. So I recommend that you check it out. And um, because you're a listener to this podcast, italki is offering you 100 free italki credits uh, so once you've made a purchase, once you've bought some English lessons or something, italki will send you a voucher worth 100 italki credits, which uh, will be a discount for any future purchases that you make. That's not bad, is it? Not bad at all. Um, so check it out. Go to teacherluke.co.uk forward slash talk or click an italki logo on my website. All right, then. So let's now get started with this new episode. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen... This is a journey into the English language. A journey into the DNA of the English language. Really? The DNA of the English language. Now, that's a really quite a strong claim. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Who are you? You talking to me? You talking to me? You know who I'm talking to. I'm a school teacher. I teach English composition. Oh, really? Yes. So, on the podcast today, I am in conversation with Alex Love, who you might remember from some previous episodes of this podcast. Alex is a friend of mine who I first met while doing stand-up comedy in London seven years ago. He's featured in podcast episodes before, like, for example, the Brighton Fringe Festival podcasts, um, and that's episode 104, 105, and 106. Also, episode 109, the drunk episode, And episode 226, which was called On a Boat, also known as The Drunk Episode 2. All of those episodes also featured our friends Paul Langton and Moz, both of whom have been guests on the podcast recently. Um, So Alex Love still regularly performs stand-up comedy gigs in the UK, in London, and in Manchester, where he now lives. At this moment, he's preparing for the Edinburgh Festival in Scotland, where he will be performing a one-hour show, which he has written himself, called How to Win a Pub Quiz. The show is a mix of stand-up comedy and pub quiz trivia, and it has had some good reviews at previous festivals. So if you are in Edinburgh this August, you can go and see Alex's show at a venue called The Stand in rooms five and six, at 12 o'clock midday from the 4th to the 14th of August. And if you're interested in uh, finding all the details of that show, you can just go to my uh, website, go to the page for this episode, and you'll find uh, all the details of Alex's show, How to Win a Pub Quiz, uh, there for you. Okay, 
As well as doing comedy, Alex has also done a number of different jobs in his life, including doing a paper round as a kid, working in a call centre, and also writing journalistic pieces for The Guardian newspaper. I invited Alex onto the podcast today mainly to talk about his Edinburgh show, but in fact the uh, conversation mainly involves Alex and me just wittering on about nothing in particular. That's why I've called this episode Talking About Nothing with Alex Love, because although we do talk a little bit about his show, I've found it quite hard to put my finger on exactly what it was that we talked about for the majority of this conversation. We just seem to be talking about nothing, and I actually think that that's a really great thing and a worthwhile thing for you to listen to. Because in my opinion, regularly listening to unplanned and slightly rambling conversations between friends, like in this episode, is genuinely good for your English long term. This is, after all, the way that we communicate with friends in the real world, isn't it? Real conversations are not scripted or planned out in advance, uh, like the recordings that you hear in published English learning course books. You know those, you know those course books that you might have used uh, if you've been learning English at, at a school or in classes or something. Um, the the recordings in those course books are planned in advance and they are scripted, and as a result, they sound a bit like this. Tape script three point five. An amazing thing happened. Hi, Wanda. Did you have a good holiday? Oh yeah, we had a great time. But I have to tell you, the most amazing thing happened. Really? What was that? Well, Roy and I were at the beach near the hotel, and we were swimming in the sea. It was our first day, and this huge wave came along and knocked my sunglasses into the water. I. Why were you swimming in your sunglasses? Ah,、oh, I don't know. I just left them on top of my head. <sighs> I'd forgotten they were there. Anyway, they were gone. I couldn't find them anywhere.、Oh. I was really upset. You know, Roy had given me those sunglasses for my birthday, and they were really expensive. I remember. Oh, oh dear! Oh, your sunglasses! Now that's a that is an extract from、um, a Headway course book published by Oxford University Press, which is a very good book, and I've used it many, many times in my lessons.、Uh, it's a very good book and everything, but the audio conversations, I have to admit, are a bit fake sounding. Um, because they are fake, you know. They've been written in advance. They've been, you know, scripted in advance, and those are actors,、uh, obviously.、Um, and you know, those recordings are used in course books in order to present language. You know, they're presenting certain bits of language. I expect that in that recording, they were presenting things like past continuous. You know, I was swimming in the sea when suddenly a huge wave came. And knocked my glasses into the water, and the other woman goes, "Oh, like that," which、uh, I suppose is the standard response to bad news. Oh, 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 your, oh, your glasses. Oh, there's lots of that in those recordings. Oh, oh, uh, noises, <laughs> actors, like slightly bad acting. Anyway, now of course. Uh, the vast majority of conversations that we have with our friends in the real world are not planned in advance, and usually involve responding to little moments that come up in the conversation, changing from one topic to another, and simply rambling on about stuff in general. And we build relationships with people by rambling on about stuff in general. We have fun with each other by rambling on about stuff in general, and we release stress as well by just rambling on about stuff in general. And this is why simply rambling on about stuff in general is actually rather a wonderful thing indeed. So I invite you in this episode to listen to us rambling on about stuff in general. 
Your job is to just try and follow the meandering flow of the conversation, take note of certain phrases or aspects of language that you hear, and generally just let the English wash over you like some kind of refreshing language shower. Uh, an English language shower, or a language shower, if you like, or perhaps an English shower. I don't know, just an ing- some sort of new word to describe an English language shower. Let's call it an Engl- English language shower. All right. Now, uh, one technical detail before we start. Uh, there are some moments when the Skype connection breaks up because Alex was in Manchester and I was in Paris when I recorded this. So there are some moments when the Skype connection breaks up. And when when Skype connections or conference calls or telephone calls break up, typically you would say to the person, sorry, you're breaking up. Sorry, could you say that again? You just broke up or you're breaking up. Okay, so there are some sound, some moments when the Skype connection breaks up. And Alex sounds a bit like an evil robot for a moment. Uh, and that happened a few times. And it actually really annoyed me during the conversation because it was quite disruptive. Uh, for some reason, whenever we started talking about something serious, um, some connection problems occurred. And then Alex started sounding like an Aphex Twin remix or a drunk robot or something. Um, You'll hear it happening sometimes in the conversation. And you'll also hear that I got a bit annoyed by it later on. And I, in fact, I I said the phrase, this is doing my head in. This is doing my head in. Which means that this is really annoying me and making me angry and frustrated. This is doing my head in. To be honest, I have managed to fix the vast majority of the technical issues that occurred in the recording because I have have done a lot of editing. Uh, So, in fact, you probably won't even notice most of the technical issues. And all of this explaining that I'm doing here in the introduction is probably completely unnecessary. Uh, So I'm now going to stop doing it and just move on. I hope to have Alex back on the podcast again for another episode in which we do a kind of podcast pub quiz of our own uh, following the theme of his show which you would be able to take part in that would be good wouldn't it yes of course it would Luke that's what you're thinking yes that would be brilliant Um, as I said everyone likes a pub quiz have I already said that if I haven't already said that let me now say it everyone likes a pub quiz Uh, so that's another episode for another time perhaps while Alex is in Edinburgh and has a better internet connection. Um, I should also mention that there is a bit of swearing in this conversation. Okay, so I should mention that. So here we go. There's a little bit of swearing in this episode. Uh, So there you are. You've been told. And I now know that I I know that the vast majority of you are, are now thinking, fine, that's absolutely fine, Luke, not a problem. In fact, good. That's good. We fucking love swearing, Luke. In fact, swearing is sharing. Swearing is sharing. I don't, I don't really know what you're talking about there, but I'm glad that you're happy. Swearing is sharing. No one ever says that. Why did you say that? I don't know. Um, anyway, I encourage you, though, listeners, not to swear too much, all right? Even if you hear it on the podcast, okay? Even if you hear me swearing sometimes on the podcast, I just remind you to, you know, don't swear all the time, okay? So do what I say. Don't do what I do, all right? Right then, so without any further explaining, let's now get started and we're going to jump straight into the conversation mid-flow right now. So this is it, off we go, it's time to get started, so let's get down to business right away without any further hesitation or messing around or time wasting. And so here it is then, let's start, we're all set, you're set, I'm set, everything's set and ready to roll. So here you go, on your marks, get set, 
get ready, get steady. Let's get ready to rumble. Okay, go. English. 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 Yes. English. 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 English, dude. English. 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 English fish. English. 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 Plain English creep. English. English. I speak English now. Yes. I learn. By the way, I've I've started recording. Oh, you started recording. Okay, that's I just fine. I just thought, why not yeah, just start recording it. straight from the beginning? Well, why why don't you do your preamble first, where you go on for and talk too long for about fifteen minutes about and nothing? <laughs> Should I do that? Should, would you like? Yeah. Me to, would you like me to do that? Yeah, just, just, I'll just be listening. Okay, all right, I'll do that. So, um, hello everyone, welcome to Luke's English Podcast. How are you doing? I hope you're well. I hope you're fine wherever you are in the world. I imagine you're in the world. It would be weird if you weren't in the world, right? So I, I don't really need to say wherever you are in the world. I could just say wherever you are, and that would be enough, wouldn't it? So hello. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, welcome back to Luke's English Podcast. In this episode that you're actually listening to now with your ears, unless you're like some sort of insect that uses vibrations as a means of listening to things. Or a snake. Or a snake, perhaps. Why? Why a snake? Um, they can they can detect things from vibrations as well. S- snakes use uh, like vibrations in the ground to 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 listen to things, do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, if you are a snake, ladies and gentlemen, and you're lying across a speaker or in the general area of a pair of headphones or something, then welcome to the podcast as well. Um, They're probably going to attack someone. To be fair, if they are that close to some speakers or headphones, so you might want to watch out. Just yes. listeners, human people. That's right. Any humans who are listening to this, I would recommend that you uh, just make sure that there are no snakes, no poisonous, venomous snakes in the in the vicinity uh, of the area while you're listening to this. Um, and uh, and then I think you, once you've done that, once you've made sure the area is safe, um, you're probably in the right situation, right conditions in order to listen to another episode. And here it is. So um, I imagine you've gathered already that um, I've got a guest on the podcast today. And uh, today I'm speaking to uh, my friend Alex Love. Um, Hello, Alex. Hello, uh, Luke. And hello, Luke's English podcast listeners. Um, Alex um, has a new show at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I'm talking to the listeners at this point, Alex. I'm not just... Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'm not, I'm yeah, not talking to you in the third person. I'm it's actually... all right. I can, I can understand the difference. You can. Yeah. <laughs> all right, good. So, listeners, Alex has got a new show at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year. I thought that I would invite him onto the podcast in order to talk about it. That's one of the reasons. I've got, I guess I've got three reasons why I've asked Alex... No, four reasons why I've asked Alex onto the podcast today. The first one is because um, I want to talk to him about his new Edinburgh show, and uh, we can find out about that. Okay, the second reason is because um, I've already invited Moz and Paul Langton onto the podcast, and uh, so I feel like this is like a hat trick now that I've also got Alex on the podcast, because... Because Paul Langton hasn't done anything. No, he, I was outraged he was on there because he he's done nothing. He's quit comedy. He just hosts his weekly open mic gig and he gets invited on the podcast and he hasn't done anything. Moz has got his walking tour. I've got my Edinburgh show, but Paul, you know, he does not nothing. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm annoyed by that. You don't think that Paul deserved to have been invited on? No, no. Okay, well, I kind of agree with you, really, because. <laughs> 
he—it's true. He hasn't really achieved anything in his life beyond um, collecting a lot of comic books. Yeah, and and musical DVDs. He's he's collected um, a, a selection of um, uh, like monthly musical magazines which come with a free DVD. He's collected those. He's got he's got a, an extensive collection. I'll give him credit, but you know, is that enough to be? Asked to be a guest on a, a successful English podcast. I, I personally, I don't think it is. You see, the the rules are different, right? Because for you, as a native speaker of English, you see, uh, you your only criteria for listening to him on a podcast would be what's he done, what stories does he have to tell, um, what what has he achieved in his life that would make him um, a valid guest onto the onto this podcast. But for learners of English, you see. Ultimately, they're they're listening to native speakers. They don't give a shit, do they? They don't give a shit, Alex. <laughs> they're like, does he? Here are the criteria for my for my listeners. Does he <laughs> or she have a mouth? Yeah. And um, does that person speak English? Um, you know, in in does that's it actually? What What about your English bot? You had a Twitter thing about Luke's English bot. Was that Was that just you, or got, was that an actual robot? So I have a robot, Alex, and long term listeners to this. Is it a, Is it a real robot? Um, yes, <laughs> it's not. It's not, but it but it is. Okay, <laughs> I've never said that it doesn't exist, but obviously it doesn't. It's just sorry to break the magic. Some of my long-term listeners will remember that I have that I own a robot. uh, It's called English Robot Three Thousand. I actually own two robots, Alex. How did did you think of the name for that? Um, Just I don't know. I just shut my eyes, and and a split second later, I came up with the name English Robot Three Thousand. It just sounded like a sort of futuristic robot from the future. Um, That speaks English. That speaks English. It's it's been developed in Japan. And uh, so they've they've released a number of different English robot series, and I've got the three thousand series. In fact, I've also got the four thousand series. Um, what about the two uh, the two thousand series? You got that as well? I know I don't. I didn't bother getting the oh. one thousand or two thousand series robots. Um, shame. Only the three thousand. I heard 000. they were good. I heard they were rubbish, Alex. That's why I didn't get them. But okay. You know what's happening at this moment? A, a lot of my listeners are listening to this and thinking, what on earth are they talking about? <laughs> You're talking about snakes uh, and insects with ears, or without ears. That's right. So. First we talk about animals listening to the podcast, and then we start talking about robots that can speak English. Honestly. Um, yes, that's right. Well, long-term listeners of this podcast will, will remember that I have featured on the podcast before um, the robots that I own that speak English. I don't. Re- I don't really have them. Okay, they're just computer programs. <clears throat> Sorry to spoil the magic, but one of them's called English Robot Three Thousand. He's a bit basic. Then there's English Robot Four Thousand, who is a bit more advanced. And I don't often speak to English Robot Four Thousand because she, she she's a female robot. That's not the reason, but I don't speak to her. <laughs> you know. It's not that I'm more comfortable with male robots or anything. No, it. it I don't... Do robots have gender though? Like, yes, cause... they can have gender. If you give them a gender, well, they can have a gender. You know. Does so, it have genitals? Again, if you give a robot genitals, then it can have genitals. You know, robot <laughs> robots don't exist independently from what we've created. You know, robots only uh, are only defined by what we actually make them into. 
Okay, you know what I mean? Like, including artificial intelligence and everything that robots can do. They're only, you, the, they're, they're only the result of things that we have given them, Alex. So they don't yet have their own independent sort of um, uh, decision-making. You know, they can't... Oh, what am I trying to say? Like, yes, if a robot... If you give a robot <laughs> balls, it will be a male... Ro- if you, you know, if you choose the gender for the robot, yes, it can be male or female. Well, well all right. Next question about the robots. What Are you concerned that these robots are going to turn against you and become evil robots? Well, not English Robot 3000, because he's very docile as a robot. He's very... Because he's a man. Because he's a man. He basically he's not interested in... He's, he just wants to play computer games and, and learn grammar. That's pretty much it. English robot four thousand. Oh, English robot four thousand, though, is the is the newer model, and you've got to watch out for her. I don't think it's her gender. It's nothing to do with that. I'm not going to get in, drawn into gender politics, Alex. <laughs> I think I, you already I, have. I know that in the UK, this is what everything is about. Yeah, that, that, I bet you people are going to slag you off on Twitter now and say, "Oh, he's he's anti-feminist, Luke Thompson, with his robots." That's right. Yeah, I'm not going to get drawn into a, a feminist uh, argument. Because about I know robots, that, about robots. Because I know in the UK, this is uh, this is what every conversation has to be about now. That's t- <laughs> or, or Hitler. Sorry, you know, it's it's either or it just goes back to Hitler. That's that's the way political debate is in this country. Right. It's either right. it is, it either becomes a politically correct or argument, or it becomes some some analogy about Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically it's too up to can go two ways. Okay, right. But what I was trying to say, God, I'm got unnecessarily flustered <laughs> right at the beginning of the episode. I don't know if if you and indeed my listeners can pick up on the the slightly irritated uh, tone. Yeah, of, I've detected it. I've detected it. Have you picked up picked that up? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know why, but I suddenly feel like really quite irritated at this moment because it's like, oh, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be interviewing you about your Edinburgh comedy show, and we've been distracted already by snakes and robots and and things Insects. like that. It's I'm I'm experiencing a, a distinct lack of control here. I think it's Brexit. Yeah, are you, I'll tell you what you could do. You need that um, the glass with uh, your, your fork that you ding when when you, you lose control. They used to do with Moz. No, that, yeah, there we go. That's it. No, yeah. I used to do that whenever Moz was lying. <laughs> yeah, whenever yeah, he was lying, you, I would start doing but it that. Did kind of restore restore a bit of control. Because so you could do that if we if we venture off on a tangent too much. What you're saying that I could tap this bottle whenever yeah. whenever we start going off on a weird <laughs> tangent. If you want to, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not I don't I'm not really, going to force you into it. I don't really want to. Uh, okay, that's fine. Well, to be honest, I was enjoying it. I was in, I was enjoying it too, Alex. I'm just worried that <laughs> the people listening to this, you know, no, they'll, they'll listen. You 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 don't have hold, hold them in much regard. What? <laughs> don't put words. Of course, I hold them in in extremely high regard. You said they'll listen to it if you if you've got a mouth and you speak English. That that's mm, all right. Fine. Do you think I was? Those were yours. It's true. I did say that, didn't I? I said that yeah. they would listen to anything as, as long as they've got a mouth that speaks English. Do you think that I was being unnecessarily sort of uh, what dismissive of my audience? Well, I mean, they're your listeners, so um, you will have to deal with the fallout. Oh God! Do you think that already? You, you can always edit this out, really, and, and, and we could we could start again properly. I, I really should but edit this out, shouldn't I? I think you. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You could keep it in. There's like an extras bit. And say this is a bit that I cut out. You know, you want to be concise to the point. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying 
In fact, I am saying you, you, you're not always. Um, but, you know, it's... <laughs> so we're about to start the race, and then we've just turned around and just, you know, gone off-road straight away. Yes. But, again, uh, I'll go back to the point that I attempted to make earlier, which is that you, Alex Love, as a, nator, a, nator, as a yeah. native speaker of English... Yeah, you have, have a mouth. Yes, you have certain criteria for the kind of stuff that you would listen to, whereas... The average listener to this podcast is listening to it for the English. Yeah, you see, it's good English. It's right. for the, they're listening to it for the English. Now, the yeah. the content is obviously also very important because that's what carries them through an episode. But ultimately, yeah. I think they're listening to it for the English, and yeah. and so they have slightly different criteria for for what will uh, you know make them listen. Do, do you do you see what I mean? Do you agree? Yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so that. I think gives us a little bit more freedom. It means that we can talk about do, you drink know, some honey slides and drink some special brew. Yes, we can drink beer and and uh, relax a bit as long as uh, the English keeps flowing. Yeah, um, and it's coherent. Yeah, then that's that's the main thing. So essentially, we're just presenting language. Um, yeah, and now it helps, of course, if what we're saying is uh, engaging and uh, captivating and. Uh, interesting and not too self-indulgent yeah Yeah. uh i understand that sometimes i get i i I go down these rabbit holes yeah i end up talking about complete nonsense but i've been doing this for seven years and i think that uh, a lot of my listeners enjoy those moments where where they do honestly they they enjoy those moments where i suddenly branch off and go off in a different direction and explore a trip yes yeah like like you explore when you're al pacino and uh, and you get someone to be Robert De Niro. See what you've just done there, Alex. Is I understand <laughs> I understand what you've attempted to do there by mentioning that. But what you should know is that see you haven't done lots of podcasts. I'm going to patronise you now. You haven't, <laughs> you haven't you haven't done a lot of podcasts, well, you, Alex. You, you can edit me out at any time. I'm, I, I'm well aware of that. I could edit you out, but instead I'm going to keep this in because I think it represents <laughs> if this this moment here represents how we use English as a way of negotiating a conversation, right? Yeah. That what you've just done there is you've tried to make a joke about something that happened uh, three years ago. Three years ago. Three years ago. More than that, I think. Anyway, yeah, and that they're not they're not aware of the uh, the context. Exactly. The listeners are completely yeah. unaware of what you've just said. So you've just made a school <laughs> you've made a schoolboy error. Well, no, I haven't because I've amused myself and probably Moz and Paul Langton if they're listening. Yeah, but and maybe what, three three people. You can hardly even regard them as people, to be honest, Alex. You're, you're satisfying three people out of the thousands who are listening to this. Yeah, Thous- I'm thousands, I'm thousands of people. I'll live with the consequences, to be honest. Okay, all right then. Um, so, Alex, love, welcome to the podcast. You, thank you, you. You respond. That's it. You're supposed to respond. Uh, I did. Yeah, I said, th- I said thank you. You did. Just a bit late. Yeah. Slightly. Well, late. I, I burped. You burped. Is that why it was yeah. late? <clears throat> well, I, I. I I've got indigestion because um, somebody was quite uh, insistent about putting the call in, which was you. Mm. Um, so I had to eat my food very quickly. And um, yeah, if there is any uh, wind at all, then, then then that's why. I was quite insistent about putting the call in, wasn't you I? You were. I was. I was like, I, I demand that you that you speak to me at this hour. <laughs> I don't care about yeah. your, your eating habits. Um, <laughs> the, this podcast is deadly important the future of it is, yeah. 
the future of the of the European continent depends on it, and yep. indeed the world. So mm-hmm. never mind your dinner. Um, I demand your full attention, your full cooperation for an episode of the podcast. So that's why. Because, yes, go on. Because yeah, I was going to say because you get quite angry as well when when you're hungry, don't you? Oh Do you god, yeah. Oh yes. You still do that? Yeah. Did I used to? Did I used to get angry when I was hungry? Yeah, he did. In 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 when Brighton Fringe, we were um, just looking around for places, and you were just going, "Oh, I just want some food. Oh, just need some food. Come on." Oh, you just you really wanted some food, and you're going, "Oh, oh, just I want some food. Oh." <laughs> was that what I, is that what I was saying? Oh, yeah, oh, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, I want some food. Oh, there were some noises, and yeah, that, that was pretty much it. Noises and frustration yeah frustration and words like ah oh, i want some food <clears throat> well ah oh, is not a word where is it it's a noise it's a noise yeah but i want some food those are words those are words yeah okay good yes i do get quite um hangry have you heard that expression hangry no that's not a word no it's an, it's one of these new words you know ah uh, don't don't use those I mean, it's not been added to the dictionary yet. If people, it will be, though, won't it? If people use it a lot, yeah. Yeah. But what does hangry mean? Well, it's a combination of hungry and angry. Mm. That's right. It's when you get angry because you're hungry. Yeah. So I do get, I do get quite hangry, it has to be said. <laughs> like in Brighton. When Did we, you invent that word? No, I didn't invent it, no. Oh, okay. I don't know who invented it. But um, it is a it is a thing that people say sometimes. Hangry. Do you know? Do you know? You know these combinations of words that are, a lot of the time are unnecessary. The one I really hate is uh, people say guesstimate. Ooh. So it's a combination of guess and an estimate. When really guess or estimate mean almost exactly the same thing. So I think that's completely pointless. What's the yeah? What's the point of creating a new word out of two the, synonyms? Yeah, that mean yeah almost exactly the same thing. Mm. So. Yeah, morons. That's who these people are who create these words. Morons. Yeah, yeah. they are, aren't they? But sometimes yeah. these new words, like uh, there is a there is a word for that. There's a word for a, a, a combination of, of of two words to create <coughs> a new word. I think it's something like a portmanteau. Okay. A portmanteau is that a combination of two words? Because there's port, and then what's the second part? It sounds like it's a combination of three words, doesn't it? Portmanteau. Like yeah, <coughs> but it's not. Portmanteau or portmanteau word is a linguistic blend of words in which parts of multiple words or their phonemes and their meanings are combined into a new word. Are Um, you reading this? Maybe, yes. Yeah. Uh, Yes, I am reading this. Um, I'm trying to find some examples of portmanteaus. Okay, here's a good example. A spork. Spork. Oh, well, I mean, to be fair... Wait a minute, Alex. We have to define we ha- my my years of experience and academic training have taught me that we All have right. to define the word before we talk about it. All right, well, carry yeah. on. Go on. Define. Um, <clears throat> right. So it's a combination of a fork and a spoon in in one one implement. That's right. Yeah, a fork and a spoon yeah. combined together to create the almost perfect eating implement, a spork. Have you? Did you eat? Yeah. Your, did you eat your dinner with a spork? No, I used a, a knife and fork. Just like a normal person. Yeah. Trying to keep up the illusion that you're a normal person. No, I gave that up a long time ago. <laughs> Did you? All right. Yeah. Have you ever eaten with a spork? 
I may have done at one point, but it obviously didn't make much of an impression. Maybe, possibly on an aeroplane, because sometimes you can fold them out, can't you? So they come in like two, there's like a small bit, and then you fold it in half, and it becomes like fully formed, like a transformer, but a really bad one. What, you mean you can turn it from a fork into a spoon? Well, no, you can turn it from uh, a uh, fairly inconspicuous inanimate object into a spork. So, oh. um, it, I mean, this, if Michael Bay keeps making Transformer films, this might be in one of them. So, yeah. look out for it. Hopefully, eventually, my, Michael Bay will include a spork into yeah. uh, the Transformer movies. Uh, here are some yeah. other examples, right? The Japanese are actually very, very good at doing this. They do lots of uh, portmanteau uh, words, you know, these combinations. Is it a Japanese word? Port, no, portmanteau is not. It sounds like a French word, don't you think? Um, sounds well, like it, a could Fre- be, it could it's, be a number. It's of certainly things. spelled like a French word. P-O-R-T-M-A-N-T-E-A-U, like the E-A-U at the end. Okay, well, I, yeah, I wasn't seeing the spelling. I was just listening to the pronunciation. In, uh, there are lots of them from like Arabic and French and uh, and Japanese. So Japanese ones are, are very common. Um, for example, we have the word uh, karaoke. We, we, we pronounce it karaoke, but in Japan it's karaoke. Um, and karaoke is the blending of, of the Japanese word for empty, which is kara, and the English word orchestra. Orchestra. Okay. Orchestra. Kara orchestra. Karaoke. That's empty orchestra. That's what karaoke yeah. means. Yeah. So, oh, you know, didn't know that. When you, when you sing karaoke, essentially what you have as an accompaniment is an empty orchestra. Mm. You know, backing it's like track. A backing track. Yeah. Yeah. And here's and another. Words on the screen. Here's another one which is very uh, zeitgeisty and very current. The, yeah. the name Pokemon. Yep. Pocket Monster. Pocket Monster. Exactly. And topically, Brexit. British exit. Yes, exactly. Brexit, British yeah. exit. Another example of a portmanteau. Um, yeah. um, po- Pokemon, Pokemon. Yes, a contracted form of the English words pocket, which if you say that with a Japanese accent, sounds like pocket pocket And mons- <laughs> monster, mons- monster, monsuta. Poketo, poketo, monsuta. Pokemon. Hi. So... Pokemon is a pocket monster. Karaoke yeah. is a s- empty orchestra. Karaoke mm-hmm. um, and uh, lots of others. Brexit um, and the spork and spork, spork, yeah. And the other one was um, to be hangry, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Hangry, Didn't like that. And guess, guesstimate as well. A guesstimate, which is like a guess and an estimate, but the two words. <laughs> but mean... don't don't use it. If you ever use the word guesstimate, everyone will think you're a moron. So listeners, don't never use that word ever. Just use guess or estimate. You don't need to use um, a, uh, what was it, portmanteau? Portmanteau. Yeah, the, the two words that mean the same thing. Yeah, you don't, need to, you don't need to use guesstimate. But some of the other ones are quite nice. Um, yes. Uh, so, yes, um, I forced you to eat your food at great speed. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, and as a result, you, there may be a little bit of gas. Yeah, a little bit of gas. I don't mean to turn off any of my listeners there, but, you know, it's one of those episodes, listeners, okay? 
So you've been on the podcast before, like a few times, the Brighton Fringe Festival podcasts, and then we did mm-hmm. the drunk episode, and then uh, also you did you were on the uh, episode called <coughs> on, a Bo- on a Boat, and all th- all five of those episodes have been slightly drunken, chaotic, uh, confusing, uh, and yet probably funny episodes. Um, I could probably share a couple of comments from the On a Boat episode uh, if you are just uh, patient with me for a moment. Um, Luke's English podcast. Luke's English podcast. Yeah, Luke's (laughs) English podcast number episode number twenty. Alex, I can't speak because I'm too too hungry. It's not my fault. Stop trying to blame me for your own. I'm not. I'm not trying to blame you. I'm just. Ah, dear. Never mind. I'm so hangry. Uh, Yeah. Right. So here are some comments from uh, episode 226, which was called On a Boat. This is the last time that you were on the podcast, also the last time that we met each other. And Juan Pablo Puentes uh, said, Great episode. As Mark commented before, the regular formal English is easily findable in so many websites, but this kind of episode is what makes Luke's English podcast unique. Well done. It would be good to have some more episodes like this more often. Okay, it's a vote of confidence. Uh, Marilyn Dufour says, ha, 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 the introduction is perfect. Uh, do you remember what I, yeah, the introduction. When you guys started speaking, that's when it went downhill for Marilyn. Oh, of course, yeah. Do you remember what I said in the int- introduction? Uh, you've probably rambled on for about 20 minutes. I think it's 10 minutes long. And essentially the introduction is there to sort of uh prepare my audience for the onslaught of of bullshit that yeah. came through the, the rest well, of the you recording often, you often do the intro that's the la- last thing you record isn't it yeah sometimes it's the first so, thing sometimes it's the last thing yeah yeah so i kind of ruined it from the from the off on this one but never mind we'll just have to go with it i'm gonna have to do a, a, a tremendous amount of editing i imagine on this either that or i'm just gonna upload the whole thing because yeah. um, I'm working full days. I've got work in the evenings as well with some, some freelance work and oh, Alex, I'm, I'm, I've got loads of work on. I'm not complaining. It's brilliant. Okay. I think you are complaining. I'm not, I'm explaining. I'm explaining, not complaining. Okay. Is there a uh, portmanteau for that? I'm, I'm explaining, one? not complaining. It, uh, I, I'm complaining. <laughs> that sounds uh, fairly filthy. Because <laughs> of the word "come" at the beginning. Yeah, I'm come splaining. Yeah, it sounds like something that happens at the end of a porno. Yeah. To be honest, like a director's commentary on a porno. Yeah. You know where there you the, go. the director explains what has happened. There you go. Come splaining. You've had your own. Yeah. Yes, I have. Right, so here's another comment. Ricardo said, Luke. Hello, Ricardo. Uh, He said, it was a great episode. I felt envy of you and your mates having a beer in a narrowboat. Could I participate next time? (laughs) No, no, Ricardo, you can't. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) I'm just joking. Of course he can. He He said, I've laughed 70% of the episode. And he said, the other 30% I didn't understand properly. Uh, but I'm sure I would laugh too if I had done, if I had understood it properly. Bye. Goodbye, Ricardo. Thanks for the comments. Marco Tizano 
said, you all made me laugh a lot. Let me tell you, Luke, your friends are great. Great episode. Well done. What a, yeah. what a brilliant comment. Can't, yeah, can't argue with that. He thinks you're brilliant. Well, great. Yeah. Here's one from Chris, Bren- Chris Benitez. Not Chris Brenitez. I don't know who that is. It's Who's, a uh, portmanteau, isn't it? There's another portmanteau. It's like Brexit mixed with Chris Benitez. Chris Brenex... Oh, never mind. So, Chris Benitez, who still listens to the podcast. He's a regular listener and commenter, yeah. yeah. Two years ago, he, he commented this. He said, I laughed a lot. Just making that clear from the beginning. I laughed a lot. I feel like uh, uh, I feel like I was there. I mean, it's almost the same everywhere. Friends and beer equals fun. And almost the same kind of humour in, in any part of the world. He said, it's nice to hear your drunk mates again. I really enjoy this kind of episode. And he, he now quotes something that Paul said. And I, I, Is it about cats? No, it was not about cats. It was about <laughs> Arsenal Football Club. Okay. Because we established that Paul was a big fan of Arsenal. And I said, Paul, tell us how you feel about Arsenal. Why do you like Arsenal? And he said, they make me erect. That's what Paul said. <laughs> He said, Arsenal, make me erect. And at this point, apparently, Chris Benitez fell off his chair because he, he's, wrote, he's written, oh, my God, like, OMG. And then he's written what Spanish people write when they laugh in text form. You know, when we laugh in English in text form, it's ha, 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 with an H. Yeah. Spanish people, when they write in text form, when they laugh in text form, they do ja, 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 ja. Binks. Exactly. Ja, ja, binks. It's ja 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 ja, which for me makes him sound like a Rastafarian. You know, ja 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 ja. Never mind, that was a joke. Mm. You didn't get that, did you? You're not. You don't listen to dub reggae music, do you, Alex? Well, I got it, but it just you know. It's oh, like, mm. Okay, you got it. It just wasn't funny. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, Pez. I had a listener called Pez. Yeah. He said, "Excellent." Okay. Excellent. Alex reminds me of Carl Pilkington. Oh, okay. Because of, yeah. Apparently you reminded him of Carl Pilkington. How does that make you feel? Well, it's probably more to do with how I look than, than how I sound. Well, they don't know how you look. But don't you upload pictures of people? Well, I didn't on that episode. Oh, okay. So he thinks that you sound like Carl Pilkington. Well, he's he's got a northern accent, hasn't he? Like Carl Pinkerton sort of speaks like that, doesn't he? Like yeah, we're on a boat and that. You know what I mean? He sounds yeah. a bit like that, doesn't he? But I think yeah, he does. I think really what Pez is trying to say is that you remind him of Carl Pilkington because you're both. I mean, Carl Pilkington is is known for being an idiot, right? Yeah. I guess that's what Pez is trying to say, Alex. Well, that means war, Pez. That means war. Um, uh, I'm going to hunt you down. What? You're going to find him? You're going to track him down? You're going to hunt him down? I am. Like, I am. Like... Uh, do, you reckon, do you reckon he's got, like, loads of Pez dispensers in his house? <laughs> uh, I think he is a Pez, a Pez dispenser. Do, do my listeners know what Pez means, Alex? Uh, well, they should do. A Pez dispenser is like a little... It's normally a big head on top of a uh, like a plastic tower and then as you s- squeeze it then the um, little sweets come out of the mouth of the big head little sweets yeah so pez it's kind of a sweets right and they come out of a plastic dispenser yeah right? you can get different types of pez dispenser so you think that pez 
is maybe Pez is either a Pez dispenser or he has lots of Pez dispensers. Not sure. He might do. Not sure. Mm. Not sure. I'm going to I'm going to sit on the fence. You're going to sit on the fence on this one. No need to make yeah. a big statement about the Pez dispensers. But anyway, Pez, no. Pez, Pez, if you're still listening to this, um, hello again. Please let us know if you indeed work for Pez, the company, or if you eat a lot of Pez, or if you have Pez dispensers lying around where you live. Because obviously your name is Pez, right? So naturally, you're also going to have loads of Pez dispensers in your house because your name is Pez. Like, for example, I mean, uh, like if someone else has a name that sounds like a thing, they're obviously going to have loads of those things in their house, aren't they? Like, I'm Luke, so I'm going to have lots of, uh, like, things that sound like the word Luke. Like, Lou, Lou's. I've got loads of Lou's. My house is... my house. It doesn't sound like Luke, though, does it? Yeah, okay. I've got lots of like uh glasses and pictures everywhere so that people can look a lot. They can oh, okay. look at a lot like, of yeah. things. It's better. Alex, do you have a joke about your name? Um I've got one um I do actually, yeah. But I've got my name Alex. Alex. Right, so Alex is a unisex name. Uh which just reminds me that a uni I had no sex. <laughs> really? You had no sex at uni? No. Okay. Oh, that's a bit of a sad story. Yeah, it was a sad story. Did, did you? Uh, I had some sex at university, yes. Yeah. I didn't, have, right, I didn't have as much sex as I, as I wanted to have. Yeah, well, no. Well, Langton did. Paul Langton did. Really? Yeah. He, he was very successful. And earlier on in our conversation, Alex, you were very disparaging about Alex. <laughs> Suggesting, <laughs> suggesting that Alex has never achieved anything in his life. Well, apparently, uh, Alex, who am I talking about? Paul. 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 You were very uh, d- disparaging about Paul earlier on in the maybe, conversation. Maybe it's envy. Maybe it's maybe I'm envious of him. Maybe you just. Maybe, maybe you well, just. Well, I meant I meant in the last few years. Right, in the last few years, which obviously are the years that count. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, what I meant, the the context of it is that I'm doing a successful show in Edinburgh Fringe. Mars is doing his successful walking tour of London. Paul Langton got on the podcast without doing anything. Well. I, it's because it, I don't think his sexual history was was, <laughs> was why he was asked on the, uh, the podcast. Do you think that that would have been a better idea, though? If I'd asked <laughs> I think it, it would. I should have asked him onto the podcast just to talk about his sexual history. Yeah, he's got some stories. Does he really? <laughs> God, Alex, why did I ask him on to talk about fucking comic book movies when he's got all these stories about sex? Well, you could ask him back again, but in the context of that is more, you know, that's probably his greatest achievement. The the sex he had at university. I don't know, I don't know, Alex, if I should ask him on to talk about his sexual history because he's married now. And that's all... Those are all things of the past, you know. I can't go dredging all, dredging up all of his past sexual experiences because his his wife might listen to the podcast and then it would be embarrassing. All right, in, in that case, we'll just go. We'll just go with that he's achieved nothing and shouldn't be on the podcast in the first place. Okay, all right, we'll we'll stick with that. Okay, so we're still establishing the fact that you've been on this podcast before, and every single yes. time you're on the podcast, the episodes are either uh, they're marked by either a level of drunkenness or a level of of of, of general uh, yeah. confusing conversation and references to things and experiences that only you and I have had and that my audience don't know. Um, so, um, yes. you know, yeah. I, I, I realise I'm not selling it 
here, but I'm, I've never been good at selling things on the podcast. Uh, but anyway, here you are. And we know each other because we both started yeah. doing stand-up comedy at the same time together. So how is your stand-up comedy yeah. going these days, Alex? It's, it's going okay. So, uh, thank you, Luke. Um, I'm doing um, Edinburgh Fringe again this year. And people actually have to pay to see me, which is um, something new. Um, previously, I've done shows on the free fringe where people can just turn up and put some money in the bucket at the end. But this year, people actually have to pay to get tickets. So, all right. So it's they don't have to just put money in a bucket at the end of the show. They're actually buying tickets in advance. So does this feel, yeah. does this feel like you're a professional comedian now? Well, no, not really. It's... Um, uh, I mean, during Edinburgh, you kind of feel a bit more like a professional comedian. And then you, when Edinburgh finishes, you get back to um, reality. But it's, um, it's going to be weird, um, but hopefully good weird. So, sorry, say that again. <clears throat> so it's going to be weird um, this year doing a show where people have to pay to see it. But hopefully it's going to be the weird that's good instead of the weird that's horrible. Uh, why is it going to be weird that people have to pay for the show? Well, it's just not what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So does that put more pressure on you? Well, it did. Um, I, um, I was concerned about a break even, but I can announce that I've uh, already made a profit on ticket sales. So uh, that's, um, yeah, I was quite pleased about that. So you were concerned about breaking even, but you're happy mm-hmm. now because you've actually you've, you've learned that you've already made a profit and you haven't even done the shows yes. yet and you've already made a profit. Nope. Yep. How is that possible? Well, it's all to do with numbers, really, and pre-sale tickets. So people have bought tickets in advance, so which means I already have their money. Right. Okay. You're breaking up quite, quite uh, profoundly um, at times. Okay. So it, a, talking to you is a bit like listening to an Aphex Twin remix. Is are you on a Wi-Fi connection or are you on your four G connection? I'm on my 4G connection on my phone. Is there anywhere else in the house or apartment or indeed building that you're in that has a slightly better uh, connection? Um, I could <clears throat> I could try the bathroom. Should we, should we try the bathroom? I mean, is that is is that suggestion based on the knowledge that you've got good <laughs> connection in the bathroom, or is that just a random choice? And I seem to have better connection in the bathroom than um, elsewhere in my flat, which is kind of convenient, really. Because you can talk to people when you're sitting on the toilet. When I'm sitting on the toilet, yeah, exactly. So, okay. I can talk to Paul Langton and I can have a dub. Uh, uh, it's, it's Robot City. Can you go to the bathroom then? It's the robot again. Yeah, yeah, I am. Where are you now? I'm, I'm kind of in between the bathroom door and uh, the uh, outside the bathroom door is that any better at all go into the bathroom itself that that might work yeah i'm in the, i'm in the bathroom okay can you go sort of um towards maybe an external wall a window perhaps yeah i'm, I'm by the window in the bathroom okay just stay still stay perfectly still yeah <laughs> in fact don't even move your mouth or your vocal cords uh, Hang on a second, because then I won't be able to speak. <laughs> I know, I know. That's, that's why I said it. Just as a, just meant to be a joke. Hello, listeners. So I'm interrupting the conversation here because I've decided to divide this episode into two parts. 
and I thought that this dramatic moment where Alex has moved into the bathroom to find a better mobile internet connection is a suitable moment to do that. Um, So that's it. This is the end of part one. Now, part two should be ready for you to listen to right away. And you can listen to the rest of the conversation there. So go ahead and get stuck into it. Um, But that's pretty much it for part one. Don't forget to join the mailing list at teacherluke.co.uk and then you will get an email whenever I upload a new episode. And that email will direct you straight to the page for that episode where you can find notes, transcriptions, links, videos and other details that relate to the episode. All right. So thank you very much for listening to part one. And I will talk to you again in part two, which you can listen to now if you like. Or you can save it for later. Uh, I'll leave that one up to you. Okay, so that's the end of part one, as I've said. And all that remains for me to say at this stage is goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Talking about language. Sit down, let's have a chat. A bit of a chat, sir. A bit of a chat. Yes, Ronda, just a bit of a chat. <laughs> what about, sir? About English as a global language. This is a conversation. Yes. I would like to talk to you. Okay, let's talk. Let's have a quick conversation, huh? What do you think? That's what we're gonna do. Away, baby, let's go. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have a conversation about language. Thanks again for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.